Pastor Edgar Michaels, I greet you in the name of our Lord Jesus Christ. I greet also all the body of Christ, every friend, every colleague, everyone who has a heart that moves them towards Zion and towards God's purposes. You are all welcome in the name of the Lord Jesus Christ. I'm continuing tonight under our series of biblical pictures of the kind of church God wants. Biblical pictures of the kind of church God wants. Praise God. God has got a desire and God has got a dream to have a church. Actually, it's a militant church that can accomplish His purpose in the earth before the rapture. Amen. Now, tonight, I'm speaking on the subject under uh, biblical pictures of the kind of church God wants. I'm speaking on trumpets of 9-11 and also COVID-19 that God has sent to wake up the church so that the church can become a Enoch-like remnant, a Enoch-like remnant. Why Enoch? Because Enoch is a type of the church of the rapture. The Enoch, the Bible says, was caught up to God without dying and was caught up to heaven. Him and Elijah are types of certain raptures, certain catching away unto God. Amen. Elijah is a type of the, the, the rapture that will take place, I believe, in mid-tribulation because there will be 144,000 that will go around preaching the kingdom after the church rapture. And the Bible will tell you many will come to the Lord and many will put their trust in the Lord God. Uh, they won't be part of the church because the church has got a certain number of people that will, cons that will become the bride of our Lord Jesus Christ. But the Bible says Elijah was caught up and the Bible speaks of it was after that that Elisha uh, uh, caused two bears to kill 42 young men who were mocking him. And those 42 speaks of three and a half years. Amen. 42. Do you hear what I'm teaching? Praise God. And the two female bears that killed them speak of the antichrist and the beast you'll find those two those two persons in revelations chapter 13 why do i speak and preach and 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 prophesy these things into your life because this is the burden of god this is my burden i speak to you as a prophet I speak to you as a watchman. I speak to you as a man of God. My burden is God's burden. And God look for a kind of people that can accomplish His will and purpose in the earth. The purpose can be sum up of the sharing and preaching 
is encapsulated in Enoch and what he accomplished for God. It's also uh, sum up in this verse of scripture. Make this verse, tie it into your mind and your heart. Joshua chapter 3 verse 5 that says, Consecrate yourself to God, for tomorrow the Lord will do wonders among you. Consecrate, this is the right translation. Consecrate is more than dedicate. Dedicate is giving something, money, or some service here and there. But consecrate speaks of my whole life has been given to the purpose of God for my life and for His church. You need to know the church is the apple of God's eye. It's the darling and the bride of our Lord Jesus Christ. When the Bible says, those who pray for the peace of Jerusalem will prosper. In the New Testament, our Jerusalem, God's Jerusalem, is the New Jerusalem, is the church of God. Amen. You should pray for the peace, for the salom, the harmony and unity in the body of Christ. Praise God. Even if out of the backslidden church comes a remnant, the remnant's heart will be for all the body of Christ, loving all true believers. Praise the Lord. And then the Bible also speaks of Jerusalem. And uh, one of the Psalms says, If I forget you, Jerusalem, May my tongue cleave to my, the palate of my tongue, of my mouth, and may my hand go lame and become useless. That's how high we should take of, 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 of concerns. So high our concern should be for the church of God. Do you hear what I'm teaching? Praise God. I choose, the psalmist says, Jerusalem above my chief joy. And to, then he says, it's above all kinds of other pleasures for him. In other words, he will sacrifice all other joys and pleasures for the sake of the church. Then he goes further. May my tongue cleave to the, to the roof of my mouth. If I forget you, may my hand go lame. My God, do we have a heart like that? That's your pastor's burden. Amen. Daniel opened the windows three times a day in the direction of Jerusalem while he was in Babylon. In other words, with the window to Jerusalem, when we pray, it speaks of, our, our prayers should be mainly packed with concerns for the church of God. Amen. Now I speak of a trumpet here in our teaching. Amen. I will run through those uh, trumpets later on. But let me say to you, 1 Corinthians chapter 14 verse 8 says, If the trumpet produce an indistinct sound, who will prepare himself for battle? Other NIV would, would say, 
if the trumpet give a unclear call or sound, who will get ready for battle? The church, the men of God, should preach a clear trumpet, a clear trumpet. And many things are happening in the world today that are trumpets. A trumpet means it's a loud warning. It's a loud sound. And I'm going to give you, and I hope I can run through seven loud trumpets. And then I will give you seven things that can cause you to qualify to be a Enoch, a part of the Enoch remnant. Praise the Lord. I hope I can run through these seven trumpets because I have a tendency to get stuck in them. But I'll run through them because in previous teachings, I've dealt with it in detail. But I'm refreshing and recalling it back to your attention because even what is happening now, People even after this earth and world nation shaking virus and pandemic, people will just after this go on as normal as before the pandemic, as if nothing has caught our attention and nothing have been a warning. We are not, I go even further than to say, we, after the pandemic, we go to a new normal. I want to call it, let's get after the pandemic and even now to the Lord's normal. Amen? To the Lord's normal. In other words, normal Christianity is what the remnant display. The others are in a not a good Christian state. Do you hear me? Do you, you know what is a remnant? The Bible, it's quick for me to explain. A remnant means if the majority don't want to fulfill God's purpose, a few will do it on behalf of the majority. In other words, the few, they are called the remnant. To the glory of God. Amen. The few are called the remnant. It's like the 32,000. That wanted to go to war with Gideon. Against the Midianites. At the end of two, three test things. Gideon ended up with 300. Out of 32,000. That want So it will be. It will be a few. It will be a remnant. And friends of Daniel Kingdom Church, your pastor has been called to raise up for God a remnant. Do you hear me? Even when I was in denominational structures and the light went uh, on and opened for me, and before I left those structures, God inst 
instructed me clearly that he once with many other men of God of the last of the last days to raise up for him a remnant. A remnant are those who keep God's standards. They are standard bearers. And that you will see Isaiah 59 verse 19. It says, when the enemy comes in like a flood, the Spirit of the Lord shall raise up a standard against it. Amen. A standard against it. And now through these seven trumpets, you will see the enemy has come in like a flood. Even before Enoch was raptured away, he lived in a situation of such a, a bad state. It was in the days of Noah. Genesis chapter 6, if you read it, you will find they were overpopulated. Secondly, angels had sex with women. It means the devil made use of women to, 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 for his own purposes. Then the Bible speaks of corruption in Genesis 6. This is the time that Enoch walked with God and God took him away before the flood came. And that flood is a type of the great tribulation that it's about to happen in all the world. But the church will be raptured before the great tribulation. I'll go now further and point out to you Genesis 6. But I must tell you, there are teachings that speak of uh, uh, dominion now theology, kingdom now preaching. You understand? It's like the church must take over all the nations. The church must have dominion over the banks and school, university, and businesses, and, all, and then the, uh, they will welcome Jesus. That is a lot of baloney. That is robbing the church of the, the hope of the church, which is the rapture. Therefore, the church is so materialistic. Therefore, the church is living for lands and for property and money and accounts and cars, which is not sin, but that's not the aim of the church. We are pilgrims here. We are strangers here. We are living in a tent and those blessings will come for those who are soldiers because God will take care of his soldiers. I'm back in Genesis chapter 6. It speaks of angels having sex with women. It speaks of over, an overpopulated the world was at that time. Then the Bible speaks of corruption. Then the Bible speaks of wickedness. Then the Bible speaks of, of violence. Then the Bible speaks of God gave them up. God left them. God says, my spirit will not always strive with you, my Lord. Let me read to you about Enoch before I give you those seven alarms, seven trumpets. Praise God. 
Turn with me to Genesis chapter 6, verse 21, and I'm reading for you Enoch, who was raptured and who is a type of the church that's going to be raptured. Amen. Genesis 5, verse 21 says, Enoch lived 65 years and became the father of Methuselah. Methuselah. Then Enoch walked with God. 300 years after he became the father of Methuselah. And he had other sons and daughters. Do you see? A man can walk with God and have having a family, having a wife or a wife, having a husband. And yet you can walk with God. Verse 23. So all the days of Enoch were 365 years. Isn't that interesting? The number 365 years for us, God is speaking through that number and says to me, it says 365 days you get in a year. And this tells me, I believe before the Enoch remnant church will be caught away unto God and into heaven. I believe for a whole year, the church, the remnant, is going to shake the world with the gospel of the kingdom. Hallelujah. Isn't that powerful? Because God is a new miracle God. God don't use numbers uh, unnecessary and in vain. Here we see Enoch was raptured away when he walked with God and he, when he was 365 years. Verse 24, I'll say something more about the 365 now. Amen. Verse 24, Enoch walked with God and he was not for God took him. Hallelujah. Amen. God took him. And, and I'll read to you later on now in Hebrews chapter chapter 11 about Enoch. But before that, you can in the meantime turn to Jude. Amen. Just before Revelation, I will speak to you and read for you Jude. But I'm back to 365 years. Isn't that powerful? Even uh, the Jews don't have a 12-month calendar. But the Bible will speak of in the New Jerusalem, the tree of life will give 12 months different fruit. Amen. Each month, a other kind of fruit. Praise God. In other words, God knew long before time that the Gentile calendar will consist of 12 months, which will bring the number of days to 365 days in a year. Do you know, before the Roman Empire, our calendar only had 10 months. Therefore, you will find out November is, was actually the ninth month. You will find out December, which speaks of a desi, which speaks of ten. Uh, 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 it speaks actually that December was the tenth month, actually in the calendar before the Roman Empire. 
It was after the Roman, in other words, before the Roman Empire, a year for the Gentile world was 303 days. Do you hear me? Then after the Roman Empire, they added these two months and they call the months after the emperor or the Caesar. They call the July, they add July month and the and they because uh, and gave it July the name the month after Julius Caesar and then they had August month and after Augustus Caesar but isn't it powerful so they add two months each of 31 days which bring the two months to 62 days and then it brought our calendar to 365 days but here what we read in Genesis 5 verse 21 to verse 24 the God who foreknew and who who has got foreknowledge and can predestinate he knew already in Genesis before the flood that our calendar will consist of 365 days that is too powerful too amazing that should give you faith in god and faith in his word god wants to tell you what he is prophesying it's gonna happen just like that so you can put all your eggs in one bag that there is a rapture for the church and that it will be happening when the background and the world is in an ungodly state. Isn't that powerful? Hallelujah. And let me highlight again. I believe that out of that, this is my own belief, my theory, not doctrine. I believe through that, that, I, that the church, the remnant, the Enoch remnant will walk with God at least for a year before the rapture takes place. Wow, I'm reading now for you further about Enoch in Jude. Amen. Read with me in the book of Jude or the letter of Jude. I'm reading for you from verse 14. But let me give you the background of the state of the church before the rapture in verse 11. It says, Woe to them, for they have gone the way of Cain, and for pay they have rushed headlong into the era of Balaam, and perished in the rebellion of Korah. Can I point out to you four negative things? Of the devil that will be at work among the backslidden church. I read three, but verse, verse, let me show you. Verse four of of Jude. Verse four of Jude says, For certain persons have crept in unnoticed. Those who were long before and marked out for this condemnation. Ungodly persons who turned the grace of our God into licentiousness or into loose living and deny our only Master and Lord 
Jesus Christ. What this forces in the last days in the church, there will be a false doctrine of greasy hyper grace, cheap grace. Verse 4 says it will be people will embrace this teaching and the teaching will go like this. We can live sinful. We can live out of the will of God. God's grace cover it. God's grace is covering me. In other words, they will abuse the grace teaching. And that is rife even in Cape Town, even on television. People teaching grace, a lopsided, wrong way of teaching grace. Where I believe we saved by grace through faith. And I believe that once you are in Christ, there is no condemnation. But if you teach it in a way that opens the way for loose living and for sin, I tell you, you are on serious dangerous ground. Let me say to you something that shocked me even today. Let they, what is worse than knowing that you are going to hell? What is worse? There is something worse. It's already very bad to end up in hell. But you know what is more worse than going to hell? Is to be under the impression that you are going to heaven and that you are safe, yet you end up in hell. And there are many preachers and many teachers that, that preach a kind of gospel without the Lordship of Christ, without against, uh, against, preaching against sin, or without teaching about the cross, that people must take up the cross, I just made a joke the other day. I say I don't want in yell people to look for Pastor Edgar Michaels because he deceived me, because he preached a wrong gospel. My God, help us. Jude verse 4 says that will be rife. And now in verse 11, he says the second thing that will be bad in the church, the error or the people that gone the way of Cain. These are people who are not truly saved. They are fighting true believers. Cain killed his brother Abel. My God! And there are many in the church that come to church and are among believers just to fight believers cause conflict cause division and then thirdly they have rust headlong in the era of Balaam it means Balaam was prophetic but he was pathetic when it comes to money he was a lover of money he used his gift to get money out of people and we have money crazy leaders Money crazy people in the fivefold ministry. The name Balaam means lording and dominating people. My God, people who are using their gift to squeeze money out of believers. And fourthly, they have perished in the rebellion of Kura. 
can I sum that up? Many who are Judases in the church betray the man of God and the work of God. Some don't leave. They stay there. But look at in the midst of that. Look at verse 14. Enoch. It was also about these men that Enoch in the seventh generation from Adam prophesied saying behold the Lord come with many thousands of his godly ones to execute judgment upon all and look now for how frequent the word ungodly appear verse 15 to execute judgment upon all this this is how Enoch prophesied and to convict all the ungodly of all their ungodly deeds which they have done in an ungodly way and and of all the harsh things which ungodly sinners have spoken against him do you see the word ungodly this was the state of the world yet Enoch walked with God in the midst of these kind of people don't you use the excuse that it's too tough to walk with God in the midst of these kind of people or in the house that I'm living or at the workplace I am it is because of your heart amen your heart Daniel and his three friends, Sadrach, Mizrach, and Abednego, they lived as a remnant in an in a exile place. They were in Babylon. They were in Persia, where people have a different culture than the biblical culture. Ate wrong things, drink other things, live immoral lives. But Daniel and his three friends, they lived as a remnant to the glory of God. Therefore, our church's name is Friends of Daniel Kingdom Church. Hallelujah. Are you part of Friends of Daniel Kingdom Church? Can I I read to you also Hebrews chapter 11, and then I'll run through some of those alarms. Hallelujah. And then I give you the eight things that will qualify you to walk like Enoch walked with God. Amen. I'm reading verse 5 of Hebrews chapter 11. It says, by faith Enoch. And Hebrews 11 is the the hall of fame. This is the heroes of faith. Hallelujah. You can also be a hero. But you need to walk by faith. By faith means you live for eternal values. You live for God's purpose and for God's work. Hallelujah. You, your faith makes the invisible God visible in your life. And through your life, people can see God. Hallelujah. It was not by guessing. It was not by luck that Enoch walked with God. That tells you that even Cain could have walked with God, but he rejected the message that came from Adam 
because this forces by faith Abel offered to God a better sacrifice than Cain. Faith comes by hearing and obeying the word of God. So Cain also had an opportunity because he heard the word of God, but he rejected. But Abel obeyed the word of God, lived according to the word of God. Therefore, he brought a better sacrifice than Cain. It was not by luck. No, and what made Cain angry is because a sacrifice on the altar like Abel's was acceptable to God. The acceptability and satisfaction from God's side, it was made visible by a ball of fire that comes from heaven and consumed the sacrifice on the altar. And there Cain stood without fire coming from heaven and God coming to collect and accept the sacrifice of Cain. My God, there will be fire in your life if your life is on the altar for God. Hallelujah. The evidence will be the zeal, the fire, the energy, like Enoch in the midst of a pathetic ungodly state, like Daniel, Sadrach, Mizrach, and Abednego. Others excuse themselves. Therefore, the Bible says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, in the last days will be fierce, difficult, demonic times. Because men will be lovers of self, lovers of money, lovers of entertainment, and then also lovers of godliness without power. And they will deny the power of the godliness. To deny something means I know about it, but I reject it. And there are many that excuse themselves with, with things that cannot hold water. To live a low standard of Christianity. And then Paul says in 2 Timothy chapter 3, he says, Avoid such people. Get away from such people. You need, why must you get away? Because they will cause you to feel strange. They will mock and laugh at you. They will put pressure on you to adapt to their low standard of Christianity. Therefore, I'm saying you don't need to, 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 uh, 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 a badge and follow that label.